0: Welcome to episode 95 of Control-Alt-The-Revolt, the podcast. I'm Nicole.
1: I'm Single White Medusa. We are so happy to be back with you guys after a long weekend, besides an insider one that we did on Saturday. But if you're not an insider, then it's been a really long time. It's been like a three-day weekend, I think, so good to be back.
0: If you're not an insider, you're dead to us. No. We don't do the shows for anybody but insiders. No, I'm just joking. And if that uh, intro sounded a little off, it's because I was holding the microphone the wrong way, (laughs) backwards. You know, like the pros do.
1: Oh yeah, totally.
0: (laughs) When people ask me, why didn't you make it in Hollywood? I always go, because I was too good.
1: (laughs) And where does that come from? Didn't John Lovitz do something It comes
0: from me. It comes from me. (laughs) We don't need to tell the audience that I'm stealing everybody's material. Okay. Only, but um, we love John Lovitz. Why don't you just push up your nerd glasses in the center and Aww. go, excuse me. Um,
1: <laughs> we like John Lovitz. He's where a, where he's exactly a, does that
0: come from? ahoy?
1: He's a graduate of my alma mater. So he's got a special place in our hearts. And we've seen him twice live, which might not sound like a lot, but we have not seen that much live comedy. So he's probably like about 75% of all the live comedy we've seen. So we've seen two of his shows and one of Sebastian Maniscalco, and I think that's it, right?
0: I did not realize he went to Barbizon Modeling School, also.
1: <laughs> you mean you <UC> see Irvine? Nice. <laughs>
0: ah, I see. Okay, I thought there was a. I mean, they're similar, right? They're accredited.
1: Uh, loosely, <laughs> loosely yeah, related.
0: <laughs> loosely. Can you get a degree in modeling?
1: Uh, I don't think so. You, I just, think the, you, could get you like, just
0: are sort of, a model. Now, yeah, I, I do are. predict in the utopian wonderland, leftist utopian wonderland that's coming, um, that I think I'll raise the windows because I was hoping for a little more quiet here at the park, but it's everybody's driving by getting their burgers. <laughs> trying to keep the economy alive while i do my little podcast everyone (laughs) actually i was working today i was trying to kill talker while he was attempting to do land nav in the desert while pursued by not drow because apparently those are copyrighted but uh we'll we'll be calling them something else so
1: it's drow not drow
0: drow not drow uh
1: don't kill talker Oh, I like Tucker. Maybe. Maybe. No, don't.
0: I don't uh, There's don't no There's it. no sacred cows in my writing.
1: I know apparently cuz uh, you killed or one of you guys killed Tyrus Rex. So
0: <laughs> I've killed you. That's true. Mm-hmm. at
1: least once yeah. maybe at more least, than once maybe more than once but there was a very similar situation what was that in was that in a short story there you put a situation that exactly happened to us except that yes. you made me die instead of not die which <laughs> in real life i ob- obviously didn't Th- die
0: that's in a novel that no one can get their hands on because it was taken down because i i collabed with another partner oh. and then they kind of like faded from writing though i think they're kind of getting back into it now and so it was kind of it is it's ancillary to the weird universe it's part of it, but it was really we were gonna do like another series and and they didn't seem too interested in doing it. Not. You it know. was a
1: good book though. I it was like it that. was a
0: really fun book yeah. and 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 he's a great writer and everything like that. Just sometimes there's no momentum and you gotta let things go. Yeah. Yeah, no slight on anybody.
1: Yeah, I mean like if something else is just hitting way more and a lot of more people are clamoring for it, you kind of gotta go there because you only have so much time, but. Yeah. I know like eventually I think you want to kind of finish all those loose ends at some point, but maybe. I think
0: everybody should get saved and go to heaven because I'll continue to write yeah. in heaven. Yeah. And then those things will all be guaranteed to be finished in heaven.
1: Yeah, because you'll have all the time in the world. <laughs> I'll have all, all the, the time. time more the than universe. all the time yeah. in the world.
0: <laughs> but I'm going to try to finish them in this life. But if not,
1: that's a, that's it extends
0: one. to eternity.
1: That is a good extra little perk of yeah. getting saved and going to heaven. <laughs> what
0: did you, people are showing up at St. Peter's Day. Do you <laughs> do you believe? No, no. But I do like the novels of of Nick Cole, and uh, and so I'm here for that. <laughs> I don't think you're getting in.
1: But we've thought about that before, like the other, uh, you know, writers or artists or movie makers or composers or whatever that we like, yeah. who have. Um, passed on, you know, like that we think are probably, we're probably Christians. Like we're like, Hey, that'll be really cool because they'll probably be able to do more of that stuff in heaven. And like, that'll be really awesome.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know. I like that. Hats off if you're thinking that you're gonna get the new Madonna album.
1: No, <laughs> that was more like Mozart and stuff.
0: Okay, Mozart. Okay, Mozart. <laughs> Madonna.
1: You, yeah. I mean, like, you never know. You it, never It's know. possible for but anyone. But she's less yeah. likely than the average. As
0: Gary Goulman's mom, or as Gary Goulman says to his mom, <laughs> Nah, sometimes you know. Because <laughs>
1: she's like, you never know, Gary.
0: You <laughs> never know, <laughs> Gary. Nah. You don't know. Sometimes, ma, you know. You know. <laughs>
1: Oh, we like Gary Goldman. He's a comedian that we really like. And then last we heard he kind of did like a special on the fact that he was like struggling with depression. And yeah. then I have not heard that much from
0: him. I think yeah. he's I think it's an ongoing process. I think Hollywood broke him, kind of made yeah. him crazy. Aww. And uh not I mean didn't make him crazy. I do not mean to say it in that way like he's crazy. I'm just saying like it's a brutal biz yeah. and you can get you can get, you know, you can work a lot for what you think is the big brass ring and then you know it is a performance thing and and sometimes it's not sometimes it's but anyways what i'm trying to say is sometimes you can get to you can put a lot of like stock in um what you think your career arc is and what you're going to do and then it doesn't happen for you and then that's that's a big line for a lot of people now i'll tell you two stories the first story is a friend of mine who had a friend who got a big part in a Bruce Willis movie. If you remember, it's not a very good one. It's called The Siege. And he played a Muslim terrorist in that. And there was a lot of it was him. Like he had this huge arc in there and everything like that and and he knew that that was going to make his career as a character actor. And so like I mean he literally went out and like leased the BMW. I think it might have been a Cadillac, you know, and and paid a lot of money for ad rep, blew all the money that he had sort of really to promote his career because this was going to be and sometimes that's how ha- the that, like you'll see an actor there's a guy who was on breaking bad and he's he's kind of a funny looking white dude with a thick face and strong jaw and he had just a few little you know scenes in breaking bad and now i see him everywhere you know so like i think he's now in some like horror TV series. He was in, he kind of was the star in an episode of Fargo. He looks very farm boy. I know. I can see the look. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, He's kind of younger ish, like maybe 30 ish. But that kind of starts with
0: like, and there's a lot of actors like that who will do like even the going back to the Breaking Bad, you'll see the Gustavo Fring guy. He shows up more. It's like sometimes one role can really bring you to the attention of casting directors and they begin to kind of plug you in. And, And in Hollywood, it kind of, they call it circling the drain. A lot of the times when casting directors start to bring you in, it means you may not be booking anything, but they sense you're getting really close. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to fit you into things that they think that you would be great for because that's how they get their rewards and prizes. So um, so this guy really felt that his moment had arrived. And the siege came out, and when the final cut of the siege came out, his character had been completely snipped. Mm-hmm. So no joy for you, sir. Uh, No tiki, no laundry, as they used to say, making fun of Chinese launderers back in the day.
1: What's the tiki mean? You
0: have to have a ticket for your laundry. Laundry. It'll probably get you canceled now, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) If if, If me doing the no tiki, no laundry joke made you go into the fetal position then i hate to tell you you're not ready for life it's about like this supply chain thing and the COVID. it's about to get a lot worse so if you got crushed by my chinese american uh laundryman impression i am sorry but you you literally are too weak to thrive in this in this in this brave new world that we're entering be it utopian dystopian wonderland or you know maga hell paradise you're not going to make it. You're gonna need to get a thicker skin, son. Go sell crazy somewhere else. We're all full up here.
1: Like we did on the. <laughs>
0: so there's two parts to that story. Okay. Miss Fernandez. Well, on the weekend Miss one, Medusa. Though, on the weekend. There's two parts. Cast. Yes.
1: You did also an Asian accent, and then I had you do an Irish one. Right. Just to kind of like make things even, because uh, yeah. just to show that like, hey, we're cool with like people making fun of yeah. us too. Unfortunately. I'm Portuguese there's not a major like Portuguese accent you could do, but you could kind of yeah, do there it. is. and if you want, you <laughs> could do that and I'm cool with it. So, it's like, uh
0: I, I've tried to capture it in Forgotten Ruin with the Portuguese sailors, yeah. but it's a it's a very emphatic It's
1: emphatic and certain
0: you know everything, anger but it's not really anger, it's just how you guys say things. Like we go
1: like I know I know. But it, it, it doesn't mean like yeah. I know you stupid. It just means like we're agreeing with you, yeah. like yeah I know because we're emphatic.
0: <laughs> you have to be kind of you have to kind of know Portuguese and they're they're all over the place like they're you know on the East Coast in Boston and Rhode Island and Maryland and they're in San Diego they're all through California they're in Hawaii they're San in Pedro, India San Pedro California. but there's this great comedy team. Called the Portuguese Kids or what are they called? The Fe- I forget uh, what they're called.
1: Yeah, but they're they're very like Portuguese in some way with their title and stuff. But I forget
0: yeah, what they're called. Yeah, but they kind so. of really capture the Portuguese. Like they have some great videos and things that are that are kind of funny. And if you know Portuguese people, then it then they it's a little funnier. But they did this rap about because. Because Portuguese people love to work. Mm-hmm. Work is their crack.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they do this rap video called, I work a lot.
1: <laughs> girl, uh, look at that paycheck. Girl,
0: look at that paycheck. You got to say it like that because they don't Cause pronounce. They have a lot
1: of shuh in their language. They have a lot of
0: shuh, language. yeah. And, and I uh, say their language because I actually lines, don't speak Portuguese. One of his lines <laughs> is, I got a garden full of kale.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's the most Portuguese thing
1: you can oh, say. Oh, man. I know because like kale has been so popular in the last quite a few years but like we knew about kale way before then because like it's been a Portuguese thing for a long time So not kale salad though like I don't know what that's about
0: but kale cooked soup.
1: kale is where it's at that's and so, right like, we have a couple of sausages
0: that we need to actually go get kale right now Ooh, let's do it and we need to make Portuguese soup, soup.
1: and we already have potatoes soup man we gotta I'm down.
0: do that before those sausages go sideways let's do it I love that <laughs> So a little peek behind the curtain <laughs> there in the business of show that is Control-Alt-Revolt. Um, behind the paywall, you get that sort of racist inflammatory comedy, and <laughs> and it, you should consider joining. A lot of people actually joined this weekend with our, our, our appeal. Um, that was on the private show, so we talked about kind of a new venture that we're kind of forming. So we'll talk about it today, and it's a good reason for you to maybe possibly support the channel with a nice little monthly subscription or if you already do maybe you could give a friend a subscription have them check it out um but we're thinking about doing a live show and so you know if you want to support the channel and subscribe that will help to bring that to fruition i'm i'm you know we're open to the ideas of what you want or you know but maybe Maybe doing something that's kind of like uh, a live show on Parler or even YouTube, seeing how fast we can get kicked off of that. Well, that But would something be like immediate. maybe the whole family can watch because, but, like, I think we're reaching this moment where, like, you've kind of watched everything you can on Netflix. Everything's horrible. Everything's awful. It's all this sort of left-wing, you know. Like, we went to the movies this weekend and saw The French Dispatch. and We really enjoyed it. But, like, sitting in the movie theaters listening to – the sort of previews and that like stupid TV show that they show you before before the previews start where they try to make you think you're actually getting a window into Hollywood and like everything was so mind control agenda left propaganda you know like here's an AIDS commercial about how you're you're not you're not actually HIV positive if you take our drug. And, and they really say this, in there, like, and so you can have sex with people. And it's like...
1: Like if you're I not showing think, symptoms or something, I right?
0: think like, that if I were oh. out there in the culture, and um, I was going to engage in the beast with two backs, as they say...
1: <laughs> I've never heard of that, but they okay. Used
0: to, that was the way they used to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think do we it. would want would would I would, I would, want, I
0: would of, want you to go ahead and say, oh, by the, the way, way, I have HIV. Right. You know, it's undetectable. I'd like you to let me Yeah. But I what the commercial was saying was like you you don't have to tell people. Yikes that's and I'm insane. like, that's the insanity oh. of California because that's totally legal in California. I know. Yeah. It's so it's, crazy. In, it's insane. And it was just stuff like that. It was just it was just such Propaganda. leftist utopian which you gotta remember, the left is just a tool. It's not really leftist it's globalist. Mm-hmm. The globalists are using the leftists and all their deranged batshit ideas to take control of the culture and we're going to talk about that today. So, there's two stories. The first was the guy that I know that knew the guy that blew all his money from his big Bruce Willis movie thing and his career went nowhere because he ended up on the cutting room floor. A lot of people end up on the cutting room floor. It is very hard to speak from someone who knows even when you get to the set and you shoot things people are still trying to knife you in the back to get your part so um, which happened to you one yeah time. happened to me on a commercial one time um, and I had to travel for that commercial that was a big deal
1: you got your agent to at least get your same pay right,
0: right. So yeah that was cool. yeah but um, so there were two stories there was there was that what was I talking about what was why um, was I why was I telling those stories?
1: you were about, telling those
0: because about, yeah.
1: I forget um, what the
0: second story is
1: now. We'll remember, because real quick, you think about that. I want to say, about the live show, we did have a comment. I think it was from Tom KP, um, requesting that maybe we look into Rumble or Gab TV. Now, I watch Rumble a fair amount. I've never seen any live shows, so if anyone knows that that is a thing on Rumble, let us know in the comments. I think maybe they don't offer that on Rumble, but... Um, If you know that they do, let us know. But also, I don't know that much about Gab. I've been meaning to look more into it, but I haven't. If you know that Gab TV can do live, let us know. Because I think we'd... I mean, I don't see the point of doing YouTube. It's, like, really user-friendly. But (laughs) I say that. As in, like, it's easy to use and do live and stuff like that. But we'd be off of there, like, so quickly. I mean... Maybe because we're like a smaller show, we might fly under the radar. But I don't think so because with their their algorithms and stuff, we could talk in code a lot. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's only a matter of time, and you don't really want to build something to have them just take it away. And it would only be a matter of that's time. true. So that's true. We shall look into. I options. can't
0: remember what the the, the story was about or we'll anything. I remember. But I will, you know, I will think of it at 2:30 in the morning, and then I will write it down. And I will pick up. That's the fun of this podcast is. Tomorrow I can continue the um, the metaphor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I maybe I have Alzheimer's.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Something related to the story. About... Have you ever not
0: been able to remember your name, like, or some like no. critical detail where you're like, what is? Or like, have you ever been able to not remember how old you are?
1: No, I mean I don't remember a lot of stuff. You yeah. probably know because you're married to me. Like I'm always like, oh, I forgot this thing. But like I've, I don't think I've ever forgotten my name or how old I am. <laughs> have you?
0: Um, I think I've forgotten how old I am.
1: I mean, do you just mean where you have to just think for one second? Because I have to do that. As in, like, you just have to calculate for, like, a moment? You're like, wait, okay, I'm 49. Okay.
0: I'm like, losing like the that. names of people I once knew. Like, as in, like, I cannot remember their name for the life of me. People I knew a long time ago and knew well. I'm like, oh, man, what was their name? You know, so...
1: I don't know. I think that's fairly normal because sure. you've had so much else in your life between then and now. So.
0: That's true. What are today's topics?
1: I think we have quite a few. Um one was um the first one you told me, I think yesterday was you wanted to talk a little bit about the deployment of the National Guard, which is to kind of normalize the use of the military. You were watching the we were watching the video of the guy who kind of gives the weekly update on uh, supply chain stuff and what's going on with that type of stuff. I don't, I don't know if you still have much to talk about on that front. I think
0: that's it, right I oh. okay, I think, you just, <laughs> okay. Well, then, I think yeah. you just nailed the whole thing. No, I mean, um, I, I we're watching the S2 Intel update that Jr. Handley recommended from us. I, I'm enjoying that. Um, I don't think there's anything crazy in there, but it's it's good to continue to keep your 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 hand on 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 the pulse of the trigger of the gun that's pointed at your head by the global elite uh-huh. um, so that's a that's a nice little YouTube podcast to check out maybe someone can stick it in the comments um, but yesterday they were talking about, you're just seeing more and more proliferation of the military and it's being used in this very friendly guy way like oh we're putting the army medics in the hospitals
1: or it's just to drive school buses because we don't have enough school bus drivers and yeah. in england it was oh it's just because of the petrol crisis yeah. that's all you know
0: but what it normalizes is what the s2 was saying was like this is normalizing the use of the military to to come to that moment which I do think is is forming because you you know like it's funny last year the news couldn't stop telling us about um, how protests were the greatest thing ever Mm -hmm. and and constant coverage of the protests because they were all about getting Trump Trump Trump, Trump 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 look at BLM bravely tearing down these statues look at Antifa trying to burn down this courthouse all these kinds of things and so what they're not showing you right now is that there's a lot of protests. Like, and I just watched one Huge. in New York, Huge. crossing the Brooklyn Bridge with American flags and, and "Let's Go" branded and "Don't Tread on Me." And I'm pretty sure some and,
1: BLM people, although I didn't yeah, see their flags, you know, but I know they're there in New York.
0: They're not too. showing you that. Yeah, exactly. not at all. Yeah. And they're not showing you the ones in France. They're not showing you the ones in Italy or the UK or Australia. I think they, Germany. Yeah, they yeah. don't want you to see any of these protests. But they wanted you to see all the protests that agreed with their narrative. So I think that we are getting sort of closer to this moment because I don't, as I've said before, I don't think the left are these kind of people that are just going to take the L in the L column, you know, and, and just say, oh, you know, we got defeated And uh, we lost that one, but we're going to, we're going to retool. We're going to get a new pitcher in the starter slot and a closer, and we're going to come back and we're going to play our best fair game of political baseball. No, they're not like that. They're, they're going to try, you know, I I won't be half surprised if the, the critical election today in Virginia, um, it doesn't get stolen because they like you saw, they, they brought out, everybody that they could even Obama even Biden you know went there and it's funny because like Obama campaigned this weekend on um don't pay attention to these phony trumped up narratives and then by Monday morning the thing that he had said was phony and trumped up was totally confirmed
1: let's see what was he saying that about I'm trying to remember I thought he was just talking in general like no
0: no he was specifically talking about the transgender boy
1: Oh. And he was that.
0: saying that that's phony and trumped up. Whoa. And then, you know, they came out and said, no, 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 this, this was a real crime. He is being charged.
1: The judge found him guilty. Yeah, the I
0: judge found him guilty. It, yeah. You know, and Thank this God. is the thing that Obama was saying, don't pay attention to that. That's just wow. phony and trumped up. That's not real. Wow. You know, but again, he's the divider in chief. Mm-hmm. Always was. like. Mm-hmm. Everything. I mean, like, truly an awful human being. And 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 one day it's gonna come around. One day it's gonna come around on that. You know.
1: Exactly. So. Thank you for uh, bleeping that out. I uh, self bleeped. In, in a certain way. I self bleeped. <laughs> you, you muted it out. I <laughs> muted
0: it out. But you could put it together. Yeah. You could put it together.
1: <laughs> exactly. I know there was another. Um,
0: Say the whole topic.
1: Yeah, there was a <laughs> well there was a New York Times article that yeah. Dan Bongino was talking about today about we can replace, which I know you were.
0: Yes, um just in. I mean that's you're seeing these huge sort of migrant caravans come up from the border and and they're now like openly saying on the leftist side, like, we are seeing that these people are protesting, we are seeing that they are not taking the vaccine And that's becoming really effective. Like the the small groups of people who are willing to shut down critical places and force the company to say, well, like Southwest, like Delta, we can't do it. Otherwise, no one can go anywhere for the holidays. And it's definitely like we're going to get you. And it's definitely like we're going to find a way to divide you. Like all the new pilots have to be vaccinated. But I think the union will step in there. But like, again... These are people that, you know, and I'm going to touch on this in a few minutes, have to have it their way all the time. There's no compromise, no discussion. It's just this sort of one uniparty, you know, view. But um, they. What was it? Well,
1: so eh. the, I mean, and the actual article was we can replace them. Yeah,
0: the replacement
1: in Georgia, a chance to rebuke white nationalism. Although what you're talking about. No, 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 we'll move to that. Well, but But the replacement
0: sure. is coming because you're seeing that. You know, across the board, and and it's why these these immigrants are coming. And so, you you know, and it's and you know, it's not that you can have a choice, and it's not that you can disagree or dissent and still work and you know life. The things you are actually guaranteed in the Constitution: life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You are not allowed to do those. And you actually saw one of their deepest, creepiest weirdos, Noam Chomsky, this weekend, say, "We need to prevent them from having our food." He's decided that the entire food in the United States is his. Their wow. side and and they should not be allowed to obtain food and it's their problem where they find it. Like so basically they just want to high-handedly say the entire supply chain is ours. You go find it.
1: Might I point out that I'm pretty sure it's way more people on our side that grow the food that are farmers right. that drive the food around in trucks that you know make the supply chain happen. I'm pretty sure those are mainly probably more people on our side of things so he is so full of it no but 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 those
0: are the guys that always advance the next thing Mm -hmm. and they put it out there and it's oh it's crazy but when you get down to the rank and file these are the things that they're taking they're thinking Mm -hmm. and they're being it's he's not saying that to enrage you he is saying that to program the leftist bots for the global elite which is Everything that we have built remember it starts with Obama. You didn't build that. Oh, really? I Mm -hmm. I didn't build My company Mm -hmm. Jason and I didn't build our company you built it You know like it's always the taking ownership of things that aren't there Janet Yellen this weekend We are going to tax your unrealized capital gains But that's my house and I haven't sold it yet Yeah, but you got to pay taxes on it and then your kids have to pay taxes on it if you die And we're gonna tax this we're gonna tax that like that's what you're seeing is this naked thing of everything is ours and it's not yours and it's time to let you know that we let you have access to these things and so that's why this asshole gnome chomps comes out and says we shouldn't be allowed near the food sources and and he says i don't care where they find food that's their problem you know and so I mean, they're, they're advocating a starvation method. Now, like I said, is that a message to you? No, that is a message to them to begin to advance that creepy little spider narrative and all their talking points and all their groups and all that, you know, like all these super weird, no long term thinking leftists who don't realize that they're being fattened up for the slaughter will now say these things. And so, you know, the supply chain is in big trouble it's starting to pinch if you don't have a turkey secured i don't know that you're going to get one
1: yeah we heard the like over the weekend and i don't remember who we heard it from but on on a show maybe the supply chain guys um update i'm not sure but it was reaffirmed like turkeys are probably gonna be um lurkies (laughs) they're probably going to be like it's probably going to be hard to get
0: yeah so So, but so so now they're starting to they they see the threat and they're starting to say oh it's all ours wow you know and you watch you're going to see the blue cities supplied and you're going to see the red stuff really take it on the chin and that's that's what the goal is and so they're telling you that and then at the same time they're telling you about replacement migration. And and they don't they don't need there there are things that they're going to have to take it on the chin on like pilots, but they're going to replace you know doctors and medical personnel with the military and illegal immigrants. So good luck with that. But a lot of your stuff, that the, their answer that they're comforting themselves with is, we will replace you. And that's been the plan for a long time. These migrant caravans, how they work, is the Clinton Foundation and the Soros Foundation Open Society, they have people operating all throughout South America who are financing, gathering, organizing, pointing, and leading these people, aiming them as an invasion force, right at it. It's a totally contrived, constructed method, and the reward is a destruction of those who won't vote for the globalists, a replacement of them, and a massive gap between them, that, them's that have, and them's that don't. Bill Gates was on his 200 million dollar super yacht this weekend. Uh, Joe Biden is getting a five. Uh, is a five hundred thousand dollar fence. It's a huge fence around his house. Wow. Like they, they know that you're boiling. They know that you're cooking, and 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 they're going all the way. Like I said, these are not people who are going to take the L column. They're they're gonna the they, this is all part of the plan.
1: Did you say they're not gonna take the L column? They're not What's gonna that? take
0: the loss. Oh, okay. The yeah.
1: On the yeah. Even like as far as truckers, like. Um, Tim Poole even just had a thing this morning saying over 37% of truckers will quit over the vaccine. And that's great because they'll
0: they'll send migrants through, you know, young men and things like that, even women. And they'll send them through like a one week driving school and they will be out on the road, um, unfamiliar with the country, unfamiliar with driving, unfamiliar with local norms and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of, and remember, these, a lot of these people are bad actors. So you're gonna see, you're gonna, you, you're gonna see a lot of death on the highway, and you're gonna see a lot of death along the highway.
1: Yikes! Yeah. Um, uh-uh. you also had something about a Glenn Greenwald tweet on leftists controlling the conversation.
0: Well, I, Glenn Greenwald, you got to remember, is is a left guy, but he has become sort of the most red pill leftist because he at the heart of it, he's a free speech person and people take issues with some of the things that he did in his past and vice magazine, but he did seem to have some sort of, and it's not like an actual Jesus moment, but, but some sort of come to Jesus moment about the power of the media and his kind of throwing it on Substack which is this platform has been really a big strike. Um, or, or Elizabeth, like a plus for free speech, mm-hmm. and so I, I kind of pay attention to him and see the things that he says. And I, and I saw this today, and and I thought that it was spot on.
1: Yeah, he's someone. Him and like Barry Weiss is another one that's Barry kind of Weiss like Barry
0: Weiss is him, right? another one. Andy No is another yeah. one. Yeah. These are all hardcore left, gay people.
1: But but they, who they are seem...
0: absolutely fighting for
1: free speech. Yeah, and they also seem to want the truth, you know, like, to find, like, they're journalists that are looking for the truth and to expose truth. It seems like, and it seems like they're very fair in that way. They're not looking to, like, put forward a narrative of the left. You know, they want, like, nope, like, I'll go against the left if it's the truth, and it's, that's hard to find these days, so we'll listen to, <laughs> we'll read or listen to anyone that's just, you know, kind of looking for the truth and trying to be honest. Same with Tim Poole, although he's more, like, in the middle, I guess I would say, so... Um and so his tweet that you gave me was it says a huge bulk of liberal activism is devoted to one goal silencing people who see the world differently than they do it's not an ancillary priority but a primary one
0: Yeah and that's 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 the entire nutshell today like it's there's the it's not that can we have a discussion or can we have like what you see in almost every activity is It's either our way or it's not going to be a way. We're going to humiliate you. We're going to shame you. We're going to do all this name calling. We're going to confuse the issue. We're going to demand that you apologize. But there's only like it's like with climate change. There's only climate. There's only the climate change argument. Like there's no counter argument. They don't allow it. Mm -hmm. And now that we're seeing with the vaccine is like even now they're doing their best to say there will be no other point of view. We just watched another video from a girl from Australia.
1: Oh man, that like that really got to me, especially what you read into it, which was interesting. I think
0: she lost her leg because she said, "I'm not ready to talk about what I've lost."
1: Yeah, but you know, she didn't... was 19. 19... She's 19. Yeah, a very pretty young girl.
0: Didn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah, was pressured by work and seeing. I mean, it was from an emergency room hospital bed.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely for sure, she said like. She has blood clots in her lungs, and I think all throughout her body, definitely. I think all throughout her body, maybe first, and she went, and then they sent her home, and then, like, she had more symptoms, and now it's, like, in her lungs and everything, and um, it's really serious, you could tell. And yeah. as Nick said, like, she alluded to the fact that there was even more stuff, but she was kind of so Blood clots about it, will
0: cause kind of amputations, I'm pretty sure. That was your guess. The, yeah. the paramedics can jump in and correct me, but I do think, yeah... It's not just like you know you're lucky if you pl- pass the blood clot. You're super unlucky if you die from the blood clot. But there's a there are times when the blood clot blood clot will require the amputation of a limb.
1: Yeah, so to save okay, your life, that's not the case. And I think that's
0: what happened there.
1: Yeah, it was really. It was so really we tough.
0: see like we see in all the all of these things like, I mean, I've watched unlimited vaccine injury stories and i haven't watched all of them even by 1%. No. You know. And so to me it's like, well okay, i mean, this deserves some kind of discussion, some kind of debate. And and there is no debate or discussion. There is censorship, there is banning, there is shaming, there is character assassination anytime you say any of these things and it's like, but this is not some issue about how you want to um Teach children in school, which is a pretty critical issue. Or this is not some issue about like it's not an ephemeral issue that no one's really gonna live or die over. It's not you know city zoning. It's not like this is an actual issue where people are legitimately dying. Maybe a small percentage, maybe larger.
1: Or their lives are getting ruined.
0: Yeah. Or their lives dying. are ruined, and and the discussion is absolutely verboten by big tech. And and then you you go and you watch mainstream television and you see the amount of times that Pfizer and big pharma are just paying for everything. Yeah. You know, and you're even in the movie theater and you're watching commercials in there for it. It's 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 not right because these are the people that are making all the money off of this and these are the people that are hammering all the media platforms and and making sure that there is no legitimate respectful discussion. There's just their way, and if you're some doctor who's treating people and seeing these kind of injuries, well, you're a dangerous conspiracy theorist. You're a nutcase. You're the dirty dozen. Mm-hmm. They literally took 12 doctors who disagreed and called them, made up this, like, huge naming campaign. You're the dirty dozen.
1: And if you want to know who to read or watch or listen to, go to that dirty dozen, because <laughs> they're afraid of them because... They're speaking the truth that they desperately don't want you to know.
0: So. And it's it's time, like, and I think we're going to get to this final last point because it's important to say this right now. This is not a disagreement about two sides or about how things are, can be done. Even today, right now, like, every day I become a little more confirmed. This is a plan. This is a plan that is on track and is working when you look at replacement, like I wanted to put all these issues together because I think that they they pointed towards this sort of conclusion. When you look at the replacement migration, when you look at the silencing of any sort of other opinion that deviates from the globalist, which is very left opinion because those are the people that are willing to work with them for power mm-hmm. and give them this sort of unquestioned, elitist, giant chasm, poor people power in which they have really near Godlike you know as in small G, unlimited power and are unheld by uh, unheld to any standards of account or liability or or anything that we as free people can say, hey we're not going to vote for you or hey we're going to take you into court or whatever you just see time and time again they want this unlimited power and absolute immunity and lack of accountability to ride roughshod over our financial system, over our liberties, over our over over our lives over our children, all of these things it's heading toward this conclusion and it really is summed up when you see something where they say hey here as we pointed out hey here are people who have medical degrees in the fields they're not just like and they would try to say like it's funny they would try to say, oh they're not really virologists but then they'll advance this video where this doctor in a doctor suit because she's a doctor, tells you all about how she's overwhelmed at her hospital and everything like that. And it turns out she's a podiatrist. <laughs> and she's not even on the COVID uh, floor. Oh my but they won't tell you about it. here's this guy who invented the technology, Dr. Malone. Here's this guy who's seeing hundreds of patient patients. Here's this other guy who's a virologist. Here's Doctor Yeah, here's all yeah. of these people who have specialties in the field, but they're the dirty dozen because of what they're saying? No, because we have what we're saying. And that's the only thing that you can hear. Mm -hmm. And so that tells me we are not in a societal disagreement. We are in a plan and they're trying to kill you at the most, get rid of you at the second, minimalize you, and like all of these plans end up with you dead. It's Whether it's slow, long, or medium term, like if you're kind of like the kind of people we are and you're into freedom... And you let everybody do what you want to do and you have some religious views or you have some freedom views or, you know, you like John Locke or whatever it is like any of those things. And, and again, like if there's any leftist you're listening to this. There's a couple I know and they're cool and they're saying, oh, I'm going to be immune to this because I'm kind of on that side. No, 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 no. It keeps moving once they get rid of like let's let's say like once they get rid of the alt right, they'll move on to the, the hard right. They'll move on to the Christian right. They'll move on to the moderates. And then the moderate left and then the left, like, it will come for you. And this is like, you have to understand, like, and I won't repeat that, that quote, you know, first they came for this and I said nothing. They came to these guys. I said nothing. And then they came for me and there was no one left to say anything. So I did repeat the quote, but that's true because it has happened. So the reason you fight this battle now to be heard, the reason you fight against this genocide, and it is a genocide. Um, is because it's coming for you where wherever you are on the spectrum. And even the people implementing it now and saying that they're true believers, it's coming for you too. This ends really with one, like the way that this, this, this fantasy that they have, each and every one think it ends with them having total power. Now they'll turn on each other eventually. But yeah, there's a Stalin in here somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, isn't that where the term useful idiots came from um, I don't yeah. know if it's the Mensheviks Stalin and the Bolsheviks or... so that was that Stalin then yeah like, it was yeah. the people
0: he used to conduct the revolution it was the first people who well it was more Lenin um, and then it was the first people who got shot
1: yeah see that's the crazy thing it's not even like they were after all the the opposite people got shot like literally they almost went for them first Isn't that also the same with like the intellectuals or the doctors and stuff?
0: The people people out there that have in this house, you know, we believe in science and tolerance (laughs) and love and your teachers and all of the sort of husky liberals who listen to NPR, I would tell you, you're the first ones. You're going to be first. You're going to get it. They don't want you. They want the zombies. They want the malnourished, underdeveloped brain desperate people coming from the third world who will do anything and live as slaves because they have had a hard existence. They want them. They don't want you. They don't want your NPR. They don't want your vegan salad. They're getting rid of you. You cost too much. You're a problem.
1: Yeah, exactly. I have a feeling that podiatrist... (laughs) I don't know when the timing was, but if it was kind of like right after the lockdown, yeah... Probably the podiatrist was overwhelmed because no one could go in for like stuff like that for the whole lockdown, you know, because it was like only, you know, like life well, or death stuff. No,
0: she was trying to make it seem like,
1: like it you was know, COVID. she
0: and she was a COVID doctor,
1: right? But she you know, wasn't. She, it was
0: just it's because you have that Tiffany Dover conspiracy, you know, not a conspiracy theory, an actual conspiracy. I didn't say theory,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but level of deception. Yeah, And and these are people that know that even when they're caught, they have the ability, thanks to big tech, to throttle the story, minimize. So we're going to talk about that now.
1: Yeah. In what way? The military officers. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so there was also this... Alex Jones last night was talking... Alex
0: Jones, baby! He's not... Man, his... bear, pig! The frogs are gay! Yeah!
1: <laughs> He's not as crazy as you might think if you've never every, listened to him. Alex Give Jones, every
0: conversation about Alex Jones is like, listen, he's not as crazy as you think he is.
1: <laughs> well, I think well, he's not crazy.
0: He's been right a lot.
1: I think we kind of thought like he was kind of out there because we never really listened to him. because, And like I hate yeah, because that of the I still. Yeah, like the I hate stigma. that I was affected by that. And, um, and,
0: and the honest. Propaganda. Here, and I'm, like, I'm just going to say this everybody's crazy to an extent. There are people that I like and then they'll say some other stuff. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, is it crazy or is it just a more extreme point of view or, you know, yeah. whatever? Like, let's put it this way. Everybody likes, I hope to exercise cause you should. Some people are really crazy about exercise and those are triathletes. And when you know triathletes and I know one, it's a family member, mm. they're a little crazy. Like as in the lengths that they go to, you wouldn't do. To do the thing but they've they've decided to do that with their life and you know what? Those things may seem crazy and extreme, but at the end of the day that allows them to perform at that level. You don't want to perform at that level. But I'm just saying, you know, like the people with some unusual ideas about health, you gotta you know, Doctor McCullough is one. I I like a lot of the things he says. And then sometimes he, he goes a little too extreme on, you know, certain subjects, but I think they're valid. It's just, I'm not going to live my life that way.
1: Yeah. But with him, since you mentioned him again, I was going to bring up, and we've probably said it before, but he was actually number one on the Dirty Dozen list. And I will, I know what you're referring to, and that's, he's extreme on some certain how to be super duper healthy kind of stuff, um, which is probably levels that most of us don't really want to do because we want to enjoy our lives. (laughs) But I don't think he's crazy. But the point is... um, everything that he talked about from the beginning of the pandemic has absolutely happened I feel like so like he's kind of been proven to not be misinformation or disinformation but to be right and so it's funny that's why I say like that list is probably who you do want to listen to (laughs) but um yeah we did see a thing with him uh, at like a health symposium that we just watched and and, uh, yeah, it went maybe a little further than we want to go with health. It was like.
0: <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that there's a reason and a time for that. It's yeah. just not how I it's
1: just not what we choose do. to
0: live my life. But anyways, back to it. Um, So it's very interesting. Um, He had a um think tank guy on who is a specialist in psychological warfare.
1: This is Alex Jones back to. Yes. Just saying. Not Mercola. <laughs> back to it.
0: And I'm glad you kept us on track there. Yeah. And um and the guy was really interesting and what the guy said is that two military officers and their names are public, it's a it's a it's a Lieutenant Colonel Jerkhead and then another Lieutenant Colonel who sounds like he's got a oh Nagel, who's Lieutenant Colonel because I have a friend who's named Nagel. And um a Lieutenant Colonel Yingling, which sounds like a Chinese guy. Yeah so go figure that China <laughs> so um, and and they were working uh, with another general and I, I don't maybe it was general it was general Nagel and then it was two... but their names are public anyways so what they did is they took the American strategy for um, insurgency that was developed out of Iraq and Afghanistan and they applied it to The Trump electorate in in 2000, in the 2020 election, and it used algorithms. It it used a very specific algorithm to scan social media, to target people who had favorable opinions of Trump and then to bombard them with, quote unquote, influencers Mm -hmm. to either shame them and move them to no commitment or to misinform and change their minds. And that's the kind of there's a new strategy coming out in the left. left. Uh, George Soros just formed a new company, I think again with Bill Gates, and it's called the Good Information Society. <laughs> so, Hilarious. what we can affirm affirm for that is it's 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 disinformation or yeah. just lies. But they always do that kind of stuff. So, these two were the ones that developed the insurrectionist narrative and labeling Americans domestic terrorists solely out of it seems their hatred for Trump that's what they would tell you or you know that's what would they that's what would be nicely said about them my guess they're compromised in some way they're bad officers who did some bad stuff and there's some videos and and they're 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 scumbag mercenaries and all that kind of stuff and they'll take the money and they've been promised you know that they're going to get a new uh do a new Reichsmarshal uniform when the great utopian and the leather patent boots and you know all the things that those 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 little perverts are gay for they're going to get it they're going to be in charge and you know just like little jenny front sight forward supply officer who's going to shoot you uh when you go outside your house if you don't obey her lesbian will and all these kinds of things like you just see the creepiness of those kind of people but what i thought it was really interesting was they took what we paid for and developed you know, which was a, which was a psychological warfare system, uh, that was used on Afghanistan and, and Iraq. And, and then they turned it against us and basically turned us into the insurrectionists and the domestic terrorists. So first off, like it didn't seem to work too well over there, you know, so why would you do that? But I think it worked really well here. Um, Maybe. We'll see. There does seem to be a rising consensus of people who are embracing their constitutional patriotism and their love of America. And they've reached their do not cross line, line in the sand. So it's very interesting. But I always wondered how suddenly they all started calling us domestic terrorists. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just came out of nowhere. Teachers are domestic terrorists. These cops are domestic terrorists. These like, parents these are. These parents are domestic terrorists. You're all, like, anybody who... And you if would you see like this. Trump, if you, you voted for Trump, you are a domestic terrorist. And it, it comes from these two colonels and this General Nagel, who were doing it on behalf of Hillary Clinton and who is a lot of times at the source of all of these things. But really what they said is they realized that Joe Biden was a lackluster and bland two mentally incompetent and unable to campaign. And this was the only strategy that they had, which was to go ahead and vilify. And I'll bet you they had some term like McVeigh, everybody. You know, just turn everybody into this scumbag. And you would see like, I would see video games that would come out you know, about, you know uh, uh, terrorists trying to overthrow America, you know. And they'd always be like, I'm a patriot, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Or you'd watch Bosch, and it would be like, you know these these people believe, don't believe in paying taxes and mm-hmm. I'm gonna take him down. Now, Bosch is a Green Beret and Bosch is former military and he's a cop. But he's the most leftist son of a bitch you ever met. Also, Bosch is fun and everything like that. Just skip that seventh season; it's total garbage. The sixth mm-hmm. one ain't great either. But when you understand that the CIA is all over Hollywood, and everything, just like sitting in the movie theaters the other the other night, the other day, like everything is mind control now, everything is downbeat, everything is this sort of identitarian narrative. Like literally, they had the wheel of time, you know. Um, preview on there and, I, and I, I've, I've kind of read a little bit of it and I don't remember it being so women centric that mm-hmm. there's a line used in the advertising we are women and we control the power of the universe and I'm like <laughs> I don't remember that in the book I that I either. read you know but maybe maybe yeah. it's in there later but it's not it's not it's, it's any nail that they can hang the agenda on the entire thing will become about that and it's all aimed right now which is the goal of Of the next four years is to destroy people who believe in freedom whether they're MAGA people, whether they're BLM, whether they're classic liberals who actually do believe in freedom. You know whatever it is the goal right now is for people to reach the conclusion that your freedom is selfish and it's not for the greater good and you need to turn over more and more of your liberties rights, decision-making, and even the things that you own to the governing smarter elite because they do have your best interests at heart. Just don't pay any attention to those camps out in the desert or the trucks and buses and trains that run all night long. So think about those things. That's the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow.